Hello, everyone, and welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Kat Wellington. And my name is Emily Proctor. Emily, what do you think about my bangs? I, like, and I'm not, I'm not lying to you, I swear. Like, I'm always, I'm always honest with you. I really, really love them. I really Oh, my gosh. I wasn't sure if that's where you were going. I was one of the people that voted no, like, Uh very very quickly, I clicked no. And I support Um, you and your decisions, yeah. And I also knew that no matter what the poll results were, you had posted about it a couple of times. I knew I was like, she's in too deep. She's going to do it anyways. (laughs) It Um, really is only a matter of time. Like once I get something in my head, like there's never like a poll is never going to make my decision. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It did have to. I will. I was going to have my hairdresser do it. Like the poll was for my hairdresser to do it in two weeks. But I ended up um. Guys, the situationship that I was in, I ended up ending it and then I was really sad about it. So I cut my bangs. That's the that's the truthful, honest reason. And I'm coming clean about that. I mean, that's like the most logical like chain of events out there. Yeah. And like I didn't want to even put that narrative out there because like I did want them anyway. And it wasn't like a manic thing. Mm-hmm. And people are always like, Are you okay? Like if I go <laughs> <laughs> people think if I go live, I'm manic. And people think if I like cut my hair, I'm manic. And I and I was doing it out of emotion. So like there is some some truth to that, but mm-hmm. um I did want them. And like now I like them, but I also fucking hate them. So that's that's I mean, that on the banks. I think they definitely like are pain are a pain in the ass. I've always thought about that too, but then you have to take care, you have to style them every day. How's that going? Um, I had um yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Like I have to use my Dyson every day. I mean, it takes one second. Like it's literally like just like a, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, but it's also I have to do that, so I have to have access to a blow dryer. Um, I can kind of still shove them to the side and make them like not super prominent. But when I wake up in the morning, like it's not cute. Like I can't wake up next to anybody. <laughs> I cannot wait to see that. Can't yeah. Wait. Um, well, you had I love a crazy them. weekend. I did actually. Um, I'm so excited to hear about it. It was so much fun. I think that I'm gonna have to go to Ocean City like secrets for Halloween every year from now on. I'm not kidding. Wow. It was I'll come just next year. Oh, thank God. It was just like everyone really truly went full on out for it. And I was not expecting that because like we've been out in Baltimore for Halloween and like in college, like you're in a frat basement, so you're not really like, and you have no money, so you're not spending a lot on your costumes. God no. But it was seriously so cool. There was um, so there's this big costume contest at Secrets, and the first place goes gets a paid trip to Jamaica. So mm-hmm. it's like really, it's really serious. And the guy that won, I was kind of annoyed about it because he was pissing me off. But <laughs> it was this old man who's probably like in his sixties, maybe. Um, he was a he he was inside of a dresser um and it had like the drawers in it and there were like clothes in the drawers and then the, on the top part he cut a hole for his head and he like glued a lamp on glued a beer can glued some okay. condoms just cool. like random stuff um and he was just walking around and just like plopping down you know um and he was he was a one night stand which is funny um but he was being kind of a creep about it which i didn't really appreciate (laughs) so you you were in contact with the number one winner 
Like you were talking he, to him? <laughs> well, I didn't really chat with him. I did bump into him. I bumped into his dresser on, on the dance floor. <laughs> and I didn't really, I like literally thought it was a table. And I like turned around and I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh my God, there's a man inside. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's a, I've never seen that. So like props for creativity. I do think it's nice to have something like, let's, you know, up the stakes. Like let's, you know. Yeah, a Jamaica trip. Like people go all out. That's perfect for you. It's so funny. The first place, so the first place was a Jamaica trip, and the second place was three hundred dollars, and the third place was like a hundred bucks. <laughs> it's like, third place, like just kill yourself. No, ba- basically. <laughs> um, but there was like there's some. I'm trying to remember some of the other crazy stuff. Um, there was this guy in like some like nine foot, ten foot tall skeleton costume. I was such a hassle. It was getting in the way of everything, but it was funny made me laugh God, that would just like ruin my night yeah uh, to be in the costume but i mean it's also probably fun you get like lots of attention i mean i was taking endless photos of him like i was basically <laughs> following him around <laughs> oh my god you'll have to send me a second post on the pod or you could just photo- post it i have a photo of him um with casey to show like the height difference so it's perfect oh that is perfect um i was an fbi agent and i like i thought i could get away with pretty much no one speaking to me about that because it's just like, incredibly like basic or just yeah. not even I mean like basic I guess just like not a lot to it but of course every single guy was just like stopping me and broken being like oh are you gonna arrest us like the oh FBI? my god just, like, so dumb but it, it was fun I don't know there, and you were how was your sexy Velma you looked great my sexy Velma went great it was um wonderful went off without a hitch uh I will say there's something about and I get it. Like you're wearing a costume. So you're like kind of asking for attention. I understand. And I totally get your thought process with, you know, your simple FBI outfit. And even me with like being Velma, like nothing crazy. Um, but people definitely do feel a little more emboldened to like I got I fully got barked at, which is <laughs> a compliment. <laughs> but I was like, whoa. It's a little like much. nothing to do with your costume, just like you looked hot, so they were barking. Oh, I'm assuming, I mean, just me being like a hot Velma. Wow. Yeah. I guess it does open up. Wearing a costume opens up opportunities for people to actually have something to say. Barking, I'm not so super sure on that, but like it's a conversation starter. So maybe people are just hitting on people more. Yeah. It's definitely easier, I'm sure, to go up to someone and initiate a conversation based on their costume. So I only saw one, uh, Travis and Taylor, and it was actually like an old couple. And it was really cute. I really I have seen it. a lot of older couples do that. And it's very sweet. They all look yeah. really good. She had her whole like red get up on like we're never getting back together shirt. It was cool. He was actually wearing uh, an old Washington commander's jersey. So it like didn't really <laughs> work at all. But they put effort in. So it's fine. A little bit low budget. Travis Kels. Yes, indeed. Got it. I'm surprised there wasn't more Taylors. Was there any solar solo Taylors? Um, I'm trying to remember it like got to a point where like, I like couldn't really see anyone except for like the person and within the first like few feet of me, if that makes sense. Yeah. While we're having this conversation, like I can't think I was in a full packed bar. I can't like there wasn't one costume. I remember I can't report back about that. Yeah, there. I mean, I can really I remember the ones from the costume contest. This one girl fully had on a cow suit and then she was holding this like spaceship above her and not just like a like a big spaceship like a four foot wide mm-hmm. spaceship that she like paper macheed totally <laughs> and it had all these like things coming down so she was like obviously a cow getting abducted 
Um, oh, obviously, yeah. Totally yeah. got that. There was a man walking around. It's kind of similar to the dresser guy. A guy walking around fully with, like, a table attached to him, and he was, like, a crab feast. Oh, which, cute. Yeah, I mean, like, him, for him and his, yeah, him and his wife. They were, like, an older couple. They did it. Um, but it was really cool. I mean, there was... It was, like, a true like costume party like there was everyone there had put like effort into something they were wearing i'm surprised you were there for the presentation of the did they do it early or something like i feel like i'd be blacked by then yeah so i for those who are familiar with secrets we were outside most of the night and then around like i don't know midnight we ventured into the nightclub because obviously you have to be pretty intoxicated to get to go to the nightclub because it's like a black hole Mm -hmm. um and to my surprise, we ended the night with the costume contest. They did it at like 1 a.m. Wow. Hi, yeah. Nyla. Happy Say- Halloween, girlfriend. Is she getting dressed up this year? Yeah. Well, I put her little pumpkin helmet on um, and I was going to post it in my own personal October dump, but we can throw it in a podcast uh, photo dump as well, or I'll put it on our Instagram story. She's got a little like pumpkin helmet. You've seen it. It is freaky how cute she is. It it is so funny, but she fucking hates it, which I got sucks. Totally. Cheddar has a pumpkin costume he also hates. Um, I need to get him in that soon. And he is just like a little pumpkin at the end of the day. Yeah, they're all just little sweet little baby pumpkins. I really miss nine. Like it's hard to be long distance from your friends, but it's also hard to be long distance from your friends' cats. And no one really talks about that. When I saw Cheddar on the last time we recorded, like I could like I just wanted to like reach through the screen and like squeeze him to death, you know? Yeah. I'm feeling the goddamn same way about Nyla right now, but she would literally never let me do that. Well, I don't know. She's now super, super lovey since Kyle and I moved and live on our own. Oh, gosh. I'm about to go to Europe with my two best friends from college, Elena and my friend Liz. And I have to leave Cheddar for quite a while and I'm feeling very sad about it. I didn't want to, I didn't want to bring that up until you were ready. My trip or leaving Cheddar? Uh, both because I'm sure, you know, packing and like the stress before is stressing you out. I'm honestly so excited. Like I'm really not stressed and I want to do a lot of shopping there because I'm going to Amsterdam, Paris and Barcelona and specifically like Amsterdam and Paris has a lot of good thrifting. So I'm kind of not going to bring that much and just yeah. like kind of bring my Vera Bradley, of course, right. uh, my duffel kind of stuffed into a ball and then just kind of pack that full of whatever I buy. Um, I don't know. I'm just like, it doesn't have to be, I don't have to slay every single day. Like I'd and between, like to, but between the three of you, you can, you know, swap That's around. what I was saying to Elena too. Like the hardest part is the weather because it's going to be pretty cold. So jackets and stuff is kind of tough to pack but yeah this episode will be out like when i'm leaving so if anyone has any good recommendations for food or anything let me know because i am open it's great to go with i think that we're going to be good travel like i think that we are compatible travel wise Mm -hmm. so like we talked about museum compatibility there's also travel compatibility and i think that elena liz and i will be good you would also be good in that group i wish you were coming um because like i feel like we have some plans like some things we want to do but also like a lot of just open time (laughs) yeah like you you haven't planned down to the second god no which is good we planned 
one second. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. You guys are going to like come across so much shit to do. Yeah. I'm just excited to sit at a cafe with like a cappuccino and a cigarette and like, I was going to say water, but not actually not a water because they don't give you water in Europe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are you, are you going to go see one of those sex shows in Amsterdam? I think we are just out of principle. Yeah. Because Um, because like how I asked about it, people are going to ask you. Yeah. I don't, I didn't go the last time I was there. I was only there for like two days when I was abroad and yeah, I, I just feel like we probably have to. It's not something I'm like super excited about, but yeah. might as well. You know, mm-hmm. it's an art. It's a gorgeous art form. So I'm excited to see what that's all about. I also, the last time I was in Amsterdam, I did smoke a lot of weed, even though I had like stopped smoking weed at that because I was junior year at college. Like, so I have photos on like a canal cruise where my eyes are just complete slits. Right. Um, and I'm probably not going to smoke weed, weed this time, but I probably will do mushrooms because I was scared of that before. But now gotcha. I like mushrooms. Yeah. So that it's going to be great. Oh, how the times have changed. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, one day you're a junior in college and you're just high in Amsterdam for weed. And then a couple of years later, you're back in Amsterdam, but you're high off of mushrooms. Because it's crazy you're how too, works. too anxious to smoke weed, but not anxious enough to be on mushrooms. Yeah, but I mean, also still too anxious to actually trip on mushrooms, only do a small right. amount. That brings me a little bit of joy. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I feel like gotta, people are like, oh my God, like you're taking mushrooms. That's so crazy. It's like literally not. I think it's the most like what like tame drug out there. Oh my gosh. It's so much better than like, it's so much more tame than weed. I feel like at least for me. Yeah, I don't like feeling all fuzzy and cloudy when I Mm-mm. smoke weed, but Mm-mm. when you take mushrooms, it's just like a little pep in your step, you know? Yeah, we completely soft launched our mushroom journey on this pot. We did. <laughs> because we were doing it. them for a while and not talking about it. And then one day I was just like, I don't give a fuck if they know I do mushrooms. Yeah, I mean, and almost- it's not frequent also. So many people are microdosing nowadays, like during their everyday lives. So it's becoming more normalized. Completely. Yeah. I wish I could microdose every day. Like, yeah. Just supply wise. I mean, they're expensive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I mean, I take them almost every time I drink. And it's like nice too because I'm drinking less and not super hungover, you know? I haven't had any here. So I only, I haven't taking them at all going out other than oh that's not true a little <laughs> bit but like um yeah. other than the festival that we went to together where I, I think I said this but I met a lot of you guys when I was on the moon and I of course apologize for I think they were good experiences but for me yeah they felt maybe not I felt like I wasn't myself because I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it was just fine oh man what else do we have to talk about well, there is one thing we could talk about. Is it four numbers? It is four numbers. Yeah. Um, Taylor S. Yeah, Miss Miss Taylor Taylor S. To be completely frank, I don't have that much to say. Um. Well, I just wanted to talk about the vault tracks. Can I oh, tell no. you a secret? Oh no, cat! What? I'm not super familiar with them. I've listened to them all multiple times, but like I. They haven't really stuck out to me. Like they're 
I don't know. I just was really enjoying listening to the rest of the album that I didn't really feel. I like Slut. I do like Slut. I think it's cute and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then is it over now? Right. Yeah. But- not completely <laughs> the other ones. <laughs> Okay. No, wow. I have listened to them all. I just like, I don't really feel that strongly about them, like in a good way or bad way. You're just like, they're there. Sorry. Feel bad. No, that's fine. I mean, I'm sweating a little bit. I wasn't expecting that. Um, but that's fine. This will make the conversation a little bit more interesting. Uh, did you know that Taylor was going to do slut in place of blank space, but then switched it like last minute? No, I didn't. Yeah. Think of how different life could be. Damn. Life would be really different. If we had heard slut at the ripe age of 16, 17, However I feel we like we might have needed that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but also Blank Space was one of the first songs that I heard off 1989. I was like, this is my fucking jam. It so. was also Blank Space was like a cultural moment for everyone, not even just Taylor Swift fans, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So we needed that too. Like, honestly, isn't it weird how not just Taylor, but like something like that really could change a lot of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, complete trajectory, like an album coming out or not coming out or a song coming out. Like, wow. I mean, it like changed my whole weekend. We were listening to 1989 the whole weekend. So I'm going to associate Halloween with 1989 forever. I love that it, which we already did. Yeah. Like, I already, I was so happy listening into it, like in fall. I don't know. Mm hmm. Um, wow. Okay. I seriously was not expecting your take on the surprise songs. I think, or the, uh, vault tracks, I think they're better than the speak now vault tracks. I mean, I didn't think the speak now ones were that good either. Yeah. You know, I ride for the, the, you know, I ride for the album I know. and the vault, the vault is just the kind of the vault. And I've said that before and people got mad at me. So I'm sorry. All right. Well, I guess we can move on. No, I just love- tell me tell me your favorites. I want to know mm-hmm. what you think. Well, okay. So I was going to try to rank them, but I was listening to them on my way home. And it's really not much. Like, I can't really rank them all. Um, mm-hmm. Suburban Legends is definitely last for me. But by last, like, it's still so good. Um, and then all the other, the other four, Slut, um, Now That We Don't Talk... Is it over now? And say don't go. They're all toss ups. They're all so good. I like now that we don't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I'm not really. I'm not trying to yuck your yum. And I'm not. I was yeah, really excited. Okay. And I have. Okay. I also had a 1989 weekend. And like, I'm. I'm with you in this. I don't okay. want you to think like I don't want to ruin your vibe for the rest of the episode. I will thank you. I really needed that. I'm sorry. Okay. No, I. <laughs> it was really great. And it's like everyone's car. I got into. It was on. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like. The pregame, like it was, it's good. It's good vibes, and I feel like 1989 is an album. Even if you don't know, you have an association with it in your head, like you do. Even if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. Did you see the TikTok of? Um, it was like 12:40 something. I guess right around the time that if you started. 1989 right at midnight when it came out technically when like slut would be rolling around on your listen um this girl opened up her window in new york city and could hear slut being played and like girl was like real it's real i swear to god i thought i might have i thought i might have sent it to you maybe i liked it and i can find it and send it to you um the time thing i'm like completely making up but they purposely put a timestamp on it and taylor commented and was like 
OMG with like a shit ton of emojis. So oh my god, I full head to toe body chills. FBC, yeah, yeah. I saw Taylor commented on this video of like these little girls who had the new 1989 CD and they didn't know how to get the CD out because they've never. Oh my god, which is like one disgusting. We're ancient, but like two. I also thought it was cute that Taylor commented because I just like to perceive things through her eyes sometimes. Like, oh, she definitely watched that and was like, that's so funny that they don't know what a CD is. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. And she's so millennial, too. So I know that is such and, like Taylor core. And you do think it is actually her behind that TikTok page, right? Because I do. I, you know, sometimes you have to believe in those kind of things. Like, I'm not I don't have a lot of faith in God. So I have to like have faith in that. <laughs> Like you have to stand with something. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know. There's some higher power you have to believe in. I get that. Yeah. It's Taylor Swift runs her TikTok account. Yeah. So I have to say yes at this time because it would just be too, like, what would be the point? It would be too heartbreaking to mm-hmm. know that it's not her. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I feel like she wouldn't even want that because she's so serious about like her voice and stuff. I feel like she wouldn't want that. Or no, it would she'd be... have to like still approve everything. So then it would still be like kind of her, you know? Yeah. What if like her like assistant was just sending the TikToks and being like, hey, I think you should say something. And then she just sends back. That's just too much work. It's definitely Taylor. Well, that would still be her though. I'd still be fine with that. Yeah, that's true. Like if someone sends her, like it might not necessarily be her scrolling and commenting, but like it might mm-hmm. be like, look at this video and then her being yeah. like, and then her commenting, which I'm also okay with as long as yeah. it's her thoughts from her doom you know i'm fine with that as well so okay all right um, well i guess that's all for our taylor corner today uh they do think reputation is being announced in like two weeks so Jesus on to the next give me a break <laughs> <laughs> on to the next um i will say shake it off didn't feel any better going in my ears this time around <laughs> <sighs> Emily, okay. There's Emily and I have been fighting recently, so we're <laughs> coming clean about that. But um, Emily thinks "Shake It Off" is like really cunty and fun. I I stand with you always. I'm on the front lines, but like I can't get there with "Shake It Off." Unfortunately, hearing it live changed something. I do agree with that because that was like I could bathroom song that song. Like I could go to yeah. the bathroom during that song. Yeah. But I will say live right now. I have full body chills. I wish I could show you guys live. Oh like it's, it's a dancey fun song, but I don't in my car. It is a skip like that is just that's the law. The bridge is just oh, so special. <laughs> it's so like sick beat is so iconic. Yeah. Didn't she like trademark that or something? I fucking hope so. She should. Yeah. Well, we love her, you know. Love her, stand her. So sorry that the Chiefs got absolutely blown out by the Broncos because Taylor wasn't there. And then, so the Chiefs, it's stati- the NFL is talking about it. It statistically like shows that Taylor, that Travis performs better when Taylor is there. So the Chiefs just lost to like one of the worst teams in the NFL, and it was at. It was in Denver at the Broncos stadium. And then they played shake it off at the end of the game, which is kind of crazy. That's cool. I was forced into watching football. I mean, I wasn't actually putting my eyes on the screen, but like it was Mm -hmm. on and it's crazy how much they talk about her. And they were talking about just like the numbers 
of when she comes, like the viewing numbers of when she comes and when she doesn't. Yeah, yeah. because women are such a powerful force and we care and are so passionate about the things we love. Sorry, we ride for each other. Literally. Like, yeah, I'm Sorry, only so gonna... goddamn supportive. But okay, to be fair, I don't even watch when she is there. Like, it's a bit... I still... She can be in the stands and I still have no interest in the, the tackling, you know? Yeah, I mean, they show her for probably collectively for like a three and a half, four hour game. They probably show her for two minutes max. <laughs> and guess what? Like, And it's going to be my entire four page. It's going to be all over social media. So other so I'll catch it, doing the work I'll catch it after the fact. It's actually, I won't even catch it after the fact. I'll catch it as as happening because it's just mm-hmm. like everywhere. Yeah. Um. Okay, my weekend. Do you want to hear about it or just like? I do actually, if you wouldn't mind, just like a little bit about it. Okay, not a lot, not a lot, just a little. Okay. Um, Friday night, I actually, which was really nice for me because I had like a girls' night with just Brooke and two of my other friends, and we just we went to look at Halloween decorations because apparently there was a street of like really crazy. Halloween decorations and Mm -hmm. it was only one house we love it um so we drove like 30 minutes it was just one house (laughs) and it was like kind of cute but nothing nothing crazy but like cool for sure but then we ended up just we were in the Palisades and there was this really nice area called Palisades Village that none of us had ever been to so we just like ended up walking around and getting ice cream and I felt like I really needed like a girls a girls outing you know yeah, that's like us driving to Miracle on what 34th yeah. Street in Baltimore and seeing the lights and it being incredibly underwhelming. Yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> and then the next day I went rollerblading with them, which that was looked fun. so fun. It was such a gorgeous day. Like I feel so I'm still so like new to California that I'm just like, oh my God, this is so cool and so pretty. Yeah. Um and it was so nice and hot out. And then we went out for Halloween later that night. And that was, like, fine. And nothing, like, didn't blow my fucking socks off, you know? A lot of, like, yeah. influencers at this just bar party. Um, I wish... I wanted to ask you about costumes, but unfortunately, your memory cannot serve us in this time. I mean, I mean, like, big one. There wasn't anything big like that. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of... I mean, everyone was kind of trying to look good. My friend Megan was a Nepo baby, so she, like, wore kind of, like, a baby, like, a bib and stuff, and she, that was cute. I thought that was That's funny. funny. Yeah, and then, I mean, I remember everyone's at the pregame, but, yeah, it wasn't anything, like, anything nuts, you know? Right, right. That's fair. Um, I don't know. I, I Yeah, I didn't really see any, like, really funny ones or anything, but they were all at uh, Secrets in Ocean City, so... Yeah, that makes sense. Because they couldn't make it to the <laughs> the bar in LA. They could they couldn't, yeah, go on over to the West Coast. Yeah. Well, that sounds delightful. It was a good weekend, honestly. Yeah, very nice. I had um, a nice weekend as well, even though we already talked about it. But I love Hollow Weekend. And I have decided that like going forward, I am gonna like lean in. Um, yeah, I'm gonna like lean in a little bit more. Alicia really like gave me permission to like really start expressing myself and to not really worry about how everyone else in our friend group feels about Halloween and to just really go after it. I completely fucking agree with that. And you know what? I'm considering leaning in more as well. Oh my god, love. Well, okay, only because every year I, I think it's because of TikTok. Now I scroll and I'm like, 
wait, these are all such like cute, creative ideas. And I'm like, how did I not think of this? And I don't know. And, and I, like so I need easy to start keeping too. a list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I saw at Secrets, um, <laughs> and I've seen this multiple times and I keep meaning to do it, but uh, so many cute like Sims costumes, you know? Yeah. Like you guys know me, fucking love Sims. Like I haven't done that one year. I should totally do that. Yeah, that's an easy one if you're going out like multiple nights too. One of my friends at our pregame was a sim also. Yeah, and it's exactly. like just a headband. Yeah. Yeah, I think like next year, I think I want to be Dorothy, which is not creative, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know if you know this, but I was Dorothy for Halloween as a kid for like five years in a row. Oh, I was about to be like, yeah, of course, cats same, but five years in a row. <laughs> I don't know if it was actually five, but like I, was obsessed with the wizard of oz as a child like it was my mom put it on the screen as soon as i could process it and because it's like her favorite right so i it was my favorite so then so i can't i think i need to honor my younger self and be like a slutty dorothy yeah you have to oh my god that would be so cute i've always thought about that and then our cats being toto mm-hmm. adorable oh it would be even better if we had like an actual dog <laughs> well you know it's fine they're dressing up as a dog yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, Emily, I think that's that's all I have on the top of the show. Um, yeah, I think that's it as well for me. I don't think I have anything anything left for the weekend. No updates. Okay. Nothing. I new. am I am currently in San Francisco for reasons I will not disclose, and hopefully, we'll disclose to you guys another time. <laughs> oh my god, so because secretive. it's incredibly funny. But I will say. San Francisco is gorgeous. Like, I'm loving it. I walked around all day today. And the last time I went, I was really young and just, like, with my family. And we hit, like, the hot spots. It's so beautiful. Before you moved to California, I always said, like, one of the first places I would go in California was San Francisco. But that's not the case. But we'll get out there eventually. Yeah, I would love to go. Because then we could just – I could also be exploring with you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, another time. We will make it there. We'll make it here. And another time we'll talk about why you're in San Francisco. Yep. And I can't wait. <laughs> Me too. Top secret Me, business. <laughs> Me fucking too. <laughs> um, I have a story update from last week. Should we just start with that? I love when people follow up. I can't explain it anymore. It's so amazing. My yeah, Emily's better about like seeing those than I am, but I saw one for once. So I was like, let me do a follow up for once. Um, and I responded to her email too. And I was like, love you so much. Let us know if you need anything because she is the one who went through her boyfriend's phone and saw that he was breaking up with her. And we gave her like mm-hmm. a fuck ton of advice yeah. last week. Anyway, and this is like in real time too, because she emailed us the day that she went on his phone. I don't know if like that registered for you no, i had no idea and i was actually thinking about her all weekend so i'm glad that she wrote in yeah um she said feel free to update the podcast listeners update we broke up it happened a couple of days ago and i sort of pushed the conversation he couldn't get the actual words out of his mouth so i had to ask are we breaking up then and he said well yeah i guess it's over now and i honestly feel lighter and happier i know i shouldn't have gone through his phone, but I don't know how much longer he would have held off on that. And yes, I completely agree with the living together and then not living together. There clearly were other reasons for not living together. And I was just in denial. I know I deserve someone who's all in and not halfway out the door. Now it's just grieving the loss of him knowing that he was grieving the loss of me while we were still together. 
Oh, I'm so I'm sad for her, but also so proud and happy. That's exactly her. what I responded. I just responded to the email and I was like, I'm so proud of you and you will be okay. Yeah. Well, um, someone actually wrote in and basically was saying how, what we've been talking about on the Patreon about like, like with your breakup advice, um, that you've been giving and like going through a breakup has been really, really helpful. So maybe for her, unfortunately you do have to subscribe to the Patreon, <laughs> but okay. If you want to subscribe to the Patreon and you're listening, you can Venmo request me or just message me and I'll pay for your subscription. <laughs> Um, I, didn't, I didn't like the second that started coming out of my mouth I was like fuck now is not the time but I was just saying it's a resource <laughs> if you're going through a hard, right, hard time right now please head to our Patreon <laughs> oh I feel god awful no obviously I know you didn't mean like that um yeah I feel like we have done some breakup stuff over there mm -hmm. it's okay there's so many positives to a breakup after a long-term relationship it's like that was the only thing that got me through was just there's so much like excitement and you have no idea what your life is going to look like. You have no idea who's going to enter it. Like it's, it's devastating. And it's like, you're just fully grieving someone like they passed and it's horrible, but there's just so much exciting about it too. Yeah. And okay. One thing I was going to say in response to her, like so fucking annoying when and if you're thinking about breaking up with someone, then you can take this advice too. But like, she, when you have to force it out of a guy and then they're like, well, yeah, I guess. Like, she has to ask, are you breaking up with me? Like, I know it's hard. It's hard to break up with someone, but like, you got to come on. I mean, at that point, like, she obviously brought it up and he still was unable to do it. Like, she's handing you the breakup on a silver platter for you to just say like, yeah. I think it's best we end things. Yeah, literally silver plat. And <sighs> I feel like men do that a lot. It's like either cheat or, you know, wait till they ask. <laughs> I feel like it helps their moral conscience to not, because then maybe in their mind, they're like, well, I wasn't the one who technically said it. Yeah, you it know? was mutual. No. Right. It, was, it was amicable. It was really amicable. <laughs> okay, well, do you want to read a story i have a pretty long advice sorry i'm a really difficult time speaking today you guys um i have a really long advice that has like a story to it perfect sorry. i love it Whew. hopefully i can get I, can I think actually... we're both having a little bit of a hard time speaking today yeah I, i'm not i don't know what it is i don't know what's happening to me um i'm just talking a lot at work today so i have a feeling that has something to do with it Whew. Okay. Hi, Kat and Emily. I have to start by telling you girls how much I love you both, the pod, and my new oversized crew neck. So I have some coworker drama slash need advice about if I'm being Delulu or if there's hope. Sorry, it's pretty long. So I work in a hospital and bounce around to different units slash floors pretty often, and I noticed this new guy in the beginning of this year on the unit I was assigned to. Let's call him Jason. He's te technically above me in the hospital hierarchy. It makes him even hotter, even though he's two years younger than me. So the flirting definitely started from his end about five months ago. Then he added me on Instagram, started occasionally sliding into my DMs, started seeking me out at work to strike up conversation, and kept dropping hints that I should text him outside of work, even though I didn't have his number. 
One day I went to a baseball game with some coworkers, just my department, not Jason's, and we were going to some bars afterwards that were near his neighborhood. My friend Kelly, the only living soul who knows about my crush, convinced me to slide into Jason's DMs and invite him out. To which I did, he responded in 10 minutes and showed up to the bar within 30 minutes of me <laughs> messaging him. Everyone slowly started leaving the bar, and Jason and I stayed there for a couple more hours, having the best time. I was clearly more drunk than him, so he offered to drive me home, like 30 minutes out of his way, even stopped at a gas station to get me a bottle of water. Not me being impressed by the bare minimum. After that, we exchanged numbers and occasionally texted and still messaged on Instagram. Then a few weeks later, he started texting me daily, but the problem is that he sometimes responds instantly, and other times he takes hours to respond. Since we work together, I know firsthand how tough his job is and that he literally has people's lives in his hands, so he can't really be casually texting me at work, and I'm the same way not responding to my friend's text until six hours later when my shift is over. So I try not to think much of it, especially since his responses are always well thought out and keep the conversation going. A few weeks ago, we start texting. We both get invited to a coworker's 4th of July barbecue. He picks me up once again out of his way and drops me off. He tells me how nice I look, but no moves are made, and we hug goodbye. Fine. Another couple weeks go by, and he asked me out for drinks on a Saturday after work. He makes the plan, which I liked. We go, have a great time laughing and flirting the whole night. He opens up to me about all his family trauma, and it gets really deep. He drives me back to where my car is parked at work, and when I go to hug him, he hugs me, and as I'm pulling away, he pulls me back close and kisses me. We end up having the hottest hottest makeout session of my life for the next hour, and I have to stop myself from letting it go further. We talked about how it's probably a bad idea for us to start anything since we work together. And then he said he doesn't want to lead me on, but he doesn't really elaborate more than that. So I don't really question it. Another couple of weeks later, he asked me to the movies. He picks the theater, uh, asks me what time works for me, buys the tickets and everything. I meet him there. We have a great time seeing a scary movie. He walks me back to my car and we end up sitting and talking for two to three hours about all the deep stuff, past relationships, our goals in life. It appears that he is a relationship guy, which is a good sign for me. But then he tells me about the last girl he was with for like 10 months and she was really toxic and would do elaborate things for his attention and cause scenes and how he should probably be alone for a while and focus on himself. Then inevitably we start making out and it gets really heated and eventually leads to us having sex in my backseat. It's pretty great for car sex and I can't even blame it on being drunk this time afterwards because we were both dead sober. Afterwards, we're cuddling and talking, and he starts saying again how he doesn't want to lead me on. Like, what? We just went on a date and then had sex. How did you not think I would not be let on? So since then, he still texts me and talks to me all day long. We've hung out a few times in group settings, and he has tried to ask me to hang out a couple of other times, but I was either going on vacation or at a wedding, so I had to decline. Now, the last time he asked me to hang out was about a month ago, and he hasn't asked again. This guy is unfortunately my perfect man. Like, I'm talking, if I wrote a list of everything I want in a man, he would check every single box. Funny, smart, hardworking, career-oriented, wants a family, friendly, and liked by everyone, athletic, healthy, takes good care of himself, and good-looking. But technically, he flat-out told me he isn't ready for anything right now, so why the mixed signals? Really curious to hear your opinion, as I feel like you two might have differing points of view. Hmm. Woo! Damn, the dream man. That's tough. I actually kind of skimmed over that paragraph and it really kept going. Like yeah, he, God, yeah. Every, he's, he's got it all. I mean, it's just, okay. I know you can like say your intentions when you first start dating someone and then you're kind of off the hook. Like, I do understand that because it's almost like it's your responsibility now to not get yourself hurt when if you're like I'm not looking for a relationship mm-hmm. but also I don't really I just don't understand when people do that but then they're actively dating and like taking people out on dates like I get like if you're hooking up with someone sure but I don't 
like why would he go out of the way i don't know to plan multiple dates like do sweet things it's weird to me no i completely agree with you just because you tell someone at the beginning does not absolve you of feeling guilty that they fell for you yeah it's like still your responsibility i don't know i mean planning the dates paying for everything talking for hours on end that's romantic yeah i mean i guess like if that's what's just like fun for him and he's like i'm just having fun but i mean i think that there's a chance it sounds like there's a chance that because he wouldn't do that like if he didn't like you somewhat like because obviously he likes to spend time with you at the bare minimum you know um there's like a chance that that could change but it's like yeah do you want to take that chance i guess is that what she's asking yeah i don't know because right now i do not see it ending very well like it sounds like he knows what he wants and it might be a little bit of a rocky road yeah i've had some people submit that to like drama thursday or or confession corner whatever where they're like he told me he doesn't want anything but like should i keep hanging out with him i'm like it's really up to you like if they tell you that in the beginning the odds are it is going to stay that way. There's a chance that it could change. We've seen that happen before, but the odds I feel like are are pretty low because it's like, I don't know if you even had the thought that it might get there. I feel like you wouldn't say that. Have we talked about it on here? How I guess, I don't know. It's on Twitter maybe of guys know within uh, the first like five minutes of talking to a girl, whether or not they're going to date her. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Do you think that's true? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that's true. I feel like there is like some truth to it though. Like it's like a Okay, I, I've had this conversation with men before where it's not like it's not like they know necessarily that you they are going to date you. It's just like they know if they absolutely can't right away or if they wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's safe to say for anyone who's looking to date like you can tell maybe fairly quickly whether I don't know it's worth pursuing a relationship with I don't know it's weird because I felt like that too but then I had seen like some girl so I was about to like make some shit up but a TikTok (laughs) (laughs) I saw a TikTok I was gonna say like some girls I know like honestly all of our life experiences are just being like well I saw this TikTok instead of just being like well I saw these people outside my house yeah of course (laughs) my closest friends no but like it was someone Uh, talking about how they had a horrible first date with their husband but like then the like third date was amazing and then they fell in love I feel like women we can like grow that connection just knowing them as a person like it's not as much based on like looks and first impressions as it is for men like I feel like I went on a first date like kind of recently that I was like I don't really know if the connection's there but then like later on it totally was you know so Mm -hmm. I I think truthfully I'm going through this thing where like I really do think I could fall in love with like almost anyone so I'm oh no, but like I actually have to like really reel it back. But then when I reel it back, I'm like, then I'm overthinking it. So it's it's a weird. I'm sure some of you guys can relate to that, but that is something I'm going through because I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's not what I want. But then I'm like, but I I feel great when I'm with them. But then I'm like over. Then I think I'm just overthinking it. You know? Yeah, I think you're just meeting great people. 
at the end you of know? the day, like I am just really meeting great people. Yeah. Something about those California men. And that's what's made me fucking like so sad. And that's why I have bangs now is that <laughs> like <laughs> I uh, just I'm meeting great people. And then mm-hmm. like it's like you either marry them or you don't. Yeah, but I think you will end up knowing like when you meet. I don't want to say that I believe in like soulmates or like love at first love at first sight situation but I do feel like you do find someone that you like just like can't get enough of you know what I mean I do know what you mean and I'm mm-hmm. I'm really hoping I don't know I like I also had kind of a my breakdown was about that because I was just like oh wouldn't it be so nice to just know like I just like want to be the, one of those people who which is not that serious like I'm not like dying to be in a relationship it's just like yeah oh I'm just like uh, that feeling would be really great y'all yeah it really like, would like the calmness of just knowing yeah I know I've, I've been wanting to talk about that on here actually like I feel like we kind of have but I don't you're with someone who you're like oh you're for sure they're the one and that's just like such a comforting thing you know yeah it definitely is nice to have like another person. I mean, there's trade-offs because it is nice for me, especially because Kyle and I started dating at such a young age that I've had someone else that understands every single thing that I've gone through as I've grown up. Um, And I always have someone to like fall back on and to rely on. But at the same time, like you now, obviously having gone through a breakup and you being on your own, you're going through all these crazy changes, like by yourself and building so much self what's the word I'm looking for? Like confidence and like Mm -hmm. truly like knowing yourself. And I'm not saying my personality is now meshed with Kyle's. I may be a little bit, but if it it wasn't, that would be weird. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. There's personal. Yeah, I agree with that. No, I think it's one really cool to have a partner that like has known you so long because Mm -hmm. I mean, in that span of time, like we're completely different people and you guys know that like you'll be completely different people. I mean, not completely, you know what I mean? But like in 10 years and you know that that's completely fine. So yeah, no, that is really nice. I do think, yeah, for me, I think this makes sense. And for you, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Like it, it, I, yeah, I can't say it any better. Like I can't even add to that. I absolutely agree. Like, and I think that they will, our listeners will understand that too. Mm -hmm. I think I just, unfortunately, like I have to go through all of this. There's no, I don't think there was any other way around it for me. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sorry because it wasn't fun for a little bit. No, (laughs) no. But like, you know, it's all my own doing. And it's like, I, I kind of have to force myself into these situations because I like know that I need them kind of, you know? Yeah. But it does, I think like dating and stuff it's it's weird when it's weird when you have anxiety because then it's like am I like am I just overthinking this am I just being mm-hmm. anxious about the situation or like mm-hmm. you can't just like go off of a feeling when you're yeah so in your head about it I can't remember so. if we talked about this on the pod or if maybe it was like a tiktok maybe it was one of your, your tiktoks um where you said that you've gone on like so many great dates and you haven't had a bad date yet mm-hmm. um really and I do feel like because you keep talking about how you're like loving everyone that I think you'll start to realize what you want once you unfortunately go on a few bad dates <laughs> that's true like it'll become like more clear for you like what what you need 
Well, I also think a part of the issue is that I like have an idea of what I want. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted someone who can just like keep up with me, like it matches my energy is funny. Like the really the only thing I'm looking for is someone who's funny. And like, I yeah. cannot find a man that can make me laugh, like genuinely. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It is hard to find a man that can make you laugh out here. Um, but but then I've like formed these amazing connections with mm-hmm. people who don't fit the mold that I've built in my head. Like kind of like this girl's talking about like her, he's her dream man and she's found that, you know? But, and then I'm like, they don't have to be that because that's a fake thing that I created. So anyway, I've been going back and forth with that. So let me know in the Facebook group if you guys have any input on that because it's like, I'm like, I know what I want, but then I'm like, that's not real because you can just like form a connection with anyone and then you have to kind of go off of that. So I don't know. I feel like I, I don't know with my, to be completely transparent, my last situationship, like I really, really liked him, but I was like, do I want to marry him? I don't think so. So I just ended it because I like, didn't, I didn't know if it was like forever, which is just Mm -hmm. hard because I'm like, could we could for sure date, you know? And I still don't even know if that was the right decision or not, but I did really, really, I still like him. Like that was recently, but I don't know. Yeah. I think it probably is for the best, but I really am a firm believer that, you know, everything happens for a reason. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to dwell on it and like figure it out. But right person, wrong time. God, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. I'm going to read a story that's not about relationships. And this one's actually really scary. Oh, okay. I know. I'm like excited to tell you it. Oh my God. Wow. I just got butterflies. Okay. Hi, girls. I've been dying to tell you this story for a while, but just haven't had the time to write it. Anyways, about three years ago, my best friend and I took a trip down to Florida for the week and had the actual flight from hell on our way back home. On this plane, there were three seats on each side of the plane, and my friend and I were sitting in different rows, but she was the seat directly behind me. We go to our seat, and of course, just my luck, I'm stuck between two older men, and she is sat between two guys around our age that are fairly attractive. We're waiting for the plane to take off and I hear her chatting up one of the guys that is next to her just about casual things and of course adding some flirting in. She taps me a few times to make a quick comment but it was hard to talk as she was in the seat directly behind me. Well the flight takes off and she's deep into conversation with the cute boy next to her and I'm minding my own business listening to podcasts. I notice the guy next to me typing pretty fast in his notes on his phone and realize he is writing a full out story about my friend and I and how he wants to kill us. This story is complete with our names and how old he thinks we are and how he would love for the plane to crash and see our heads splat against the pavement. I was obviously freaking out and trying to act like I didn't see him writing it. And then my friend behind me passes her phone up to me and in her notes, because we didn't have Wi-Fi for messaging, is telling me that the guy next to me is writing a gory story about our deaths. I told her to kindly ask the cute boy she's been flirting with to walk us off the plane and he did. He claimed he was a CIA agent, not sure if this was for flirting purposes or true or what. Anyways, we got off safely and now we can laugh about it, but in the moment, definitely scary. Love you guys in the pod. Oh, oh my God. Is that not the scary? Like, would you report that? What do you do? Yes. I think I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, she and was I don't, like, anyways, like. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to make her feel bad for like not doing that. No, and of course all, not. All we know she might have, cause I probably would in the moment been too shocked and too scared to do anything about it in the moment. Um, 
I don't think I would have done anything realistically. Yeah. Oh my God. He's killed someone before. Sorry. He's killed someone before. Or he's come very, very fucking close to doing it. Like he was clearly, if he was that enraged and like, that is so fucking scary. I cannot imagine spending a whole flight. That would be the, I think I maybe wouldn't like report it after the fact. I would probably get up and try to get a new seat or something. No, I actually like in that moment, like don't know how she stayed stayed so calm. Like my skin would have been crawling so much and I would have felt so panicky Mm -hmm. and I would have had to move. I would have spent the rest of the flight in the bathroom. Yeah. Like no doubt in my mind. Oh my God. It would probably, she was in the middle too, to have to like get him to get up, to go to the That's what I'm saying. Like to even like to speak to him, I would have been so scared that he would have like punched me in the face or something. I like probably like flight or flight would have, fight or flight would have kicked in. And I think I would have just been frozen. Yeah. That's scary. Which is probably the same as how she felt, you know? Ew, and for him to, like, pay attention enough to catch their names. I was thinking that, too. And That's to really freaky. right next to her? Yeah. Oh, my God. Whoa, was not expecting that. I don't have butterflies anymore. I just feel fucking sick to my stomach. Sorry. It wasn't, like, a good scary one. It was just scary. I mean, I'm so glad that she's fine her and her friend are fine and thank god they had that cute fake cia agent to walk them off there's no way he's a cia agent oh god no it's um, just no way do you think that he wanted them to see him typing that yeah because everyone knows like if you're on a plane your phone is not private your phone is for everyone <laughs> oh, it is not <laughs> at all your texts like, are for the group I am watching everyone else around me, mm-hmm. and I know what I'm doing on my phone is someone else's business. It's for everyone. I mean, mm-hmm. I I encourage them to look because I'm. If someone <laughs> if someone's watching a movie, I hope you have your captions on, your closed captions on, so I can watch too. In fact, everyone turn your captions on on planes because for everyone. Yeah. Like if you download like, a show, it's for, it's for me next to you. <laughs> my phone, my phone only goes so far on flights. Like I can only look through my photos and go, scroll play, through my old notes, play word cookies for so long. Go through my old texts. There's mm-hmm. only so much. Ugh. I am like loving reading, rereading texts recently. It's fun for me. It depends on the. My favorite thing is going through text screenshots. Um, because usually it's involved like past drama. Ooh. But sometimes it does make, sometimes it does make me a little ill. Like fights yeah. Kyle and I used to get into in college and stuff. Mm-hmm. Makes me nosh. But sometimes it's also like some juicy, juicy tea I forgot about. I know. Sometimes you do forget about like the craziest shit that happens. And then I'll see like a screenshot of our group chat and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> that was a while. <laughs> no. Wow. I can't imagine being in that situation. I would actually really have a panic attack. Probably that's the only way around it there. I mean, there's no way around it. Uh, Yeah, I, I would have, I would have like been banging on the pilot's door. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you could sit up there with the pilot. That'd be fun. Oh yeah. That is nice. Um, Aren't you allowed to like ask the pilot to like look in or something like when you well, Get you're allowed to ask anyone to do anything at the end of the day. Right. That's so true. 
But no, I do think that people do that. Maybe I'll like, do I always that. see I always see people being like, oh my God, yeah, like I got on and like asked the pilot. He let me sit in a seat. And I'm like, what what's everyone else doing? Like you holding up the whole plane? <laughs> he, let the me whole sit on his, he let me sit on his lap and drive the plane. <laughs> 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 me on my flight home from San Francisco. Oh my God. How long wow. is that flight? Like two hours? No, it's only an hour. Oh, that's kind of a dream. I love those flights where you just like go up and then go right back down. Oh, but I show up to LAX and the line to get to the actual security, you had to like wait in a wraparound line to go up the escalator to get in the real wraparound line. So I had to move forward with purchasing clear. So I'm a part of that squad now. Uh, That's one where it scans your eyeballs, right? Yes. And it's actually the funniest experience because there's not a separate line for it. You just have to go scan your eyeballs and then you get escorted to the front. Right. Um. So it's kind of like a universal fast pass situation. And then everyone just like wants you dead. Of course. I that's happened to me because I have TSA pre-check and then the clear people still get to butt the TSA pre-check line. I'm like, can we all just be like one in the same? Oh, I didn't realize there was a hierarchy and clear was above the TSA pre. There 100% is. I mean, isn't clear like a million dollars? How much is it? It was 189 USD. A year? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, TSA pre-check is like 80 bucks for five years or something like that. Okay, but is it worth it when you're hungover to not have to stand? I couldn't hold my body up that long in line. So I had like, it was worth 189. I mean, in that moment, anything. Kyle told me the other day that... He was hung over and he was like putting like a monetary amount to like what it would cost to get rid of his hangover. So in that moment, I totally get it. He yeah. was like, he was talking like thousands of dollars to of get rid course. of his hangover. <laughs> no, and your worst, I'm trying to think of like my worst. I don't, you know, my hangovers aren't that bad, but like my anxiety to get out of that. Oh yeah. I would pay like a thousand realistically. <laughs> we were talking about how fucked up it is and like this is obviously a universal conversation a universal thought it's this is nothing new or original like nothing just, ever is on that I just stuff. want to take a pill and not be hung over like figure it out someone has to have it I feel like it's like cancer where obviously you know there's a cure for cancer but they can't really secure because money um and I feel like that way about hangover hangovers yeah isn't that kind of everything though? Like I feel like we have the cure for everything. I mean, yeah. They talk about it on ride. Like there's totally a cure for the common cold. It's the common yeah. cold. Taylor Swift is running her own TikTok account and there is a cure for everything. <laughs> Those are today's takeaways. Oh goodness. There's something else I wanted to say about, oh, I'm terrified to fly to LAX. I don't know why. I feel like I'm never going to get out. You're going to come pick me up and I am going to be so lost it's Why are you acting cool. like that? I don't know. I'm just scared of it. And of LAX or LA? LAX, not LA. I'm not scared of LA. Um, yeah, I mean, LAX isn't perfect, but we all have our flaws. I guess it can't be worse than the Charlotte airport, so it's fine. The Charlotte mm-hmm. airport is my... Is purgatory... Purgatory is, like, not quite hell. Not quite hell, not quite heaven, but you're you're, like, stuck there forever, basically. Yeah, that's the Charlotte airport for me. Yeah, I understand. It's so funny when people are at the what? What's that restaurant called now? The Tequila Ria, I think. (laughs) Everyone at the Charlotte Airport at the Tequila Ria always like 
post it and tags us. <laughs> I, know. I just love that that's become like a home base for the listeners. Not, you don't. You don't just have to spend like your days like when you're in purgatory in the Charlotte airport, but you on loop spend five hundred dollars on like a meal. Yeah, on fifty dollar margaritas. Yeah. If we ever do a meet and greet, it's at the Charlotte Airport Tequileria. <laughs> so everyone has to come. And you have to have a flight because it's like in the <laughs> gates. So you have to buy a ticket. Oh my um, God, it's probably so expensive to rent out. I mean, no one said the meet and greet was going to be cheap or affordable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want to read one more story and then we'll we'll call it quits? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is kind of like, a little bit of a follow-up to something that a, a story that you've shared before. Love it. Um, a, a, one of your personal experiences. Hey, Kat and Emily, love the pod. It's truly the highlight of my week. Kat, you do not need to worry about accidentally following that guy's ex. My ex-girlfriend, now fiance, has been shamelessly creeping on me for years. The backstory, I broke up with my high school and college boyfriend back in 2019. We dated for six years. We haven't talked since the breakup, but still follow each other on Instagram and occasionally like each other's content. His fiance, let's call her Madison, has been religiously watching every Instagram story I post with either her personal account, her dog's account, or her work account, sometimes all three at once. She's been doing this since they started dating in 2020. She doesn't follow me. I've never met her, and we live in different cities. I've kept my account public for years now because I'm so curious as to how long she'll keep this up. Don't stress it, cat. You could be Madison. Still trying to figure out why she does this. Maybe she's trying to assert dominance over my ex, even though I was the one to break up with him, and I now have a serious boyfriend of my own. Is she just curious and means well, but has no shame? No shame. Do I really just live in her head? Does she want me thinking about her every time I post a story? Her profile is private, though, so it's not like she wants me to creep back. It's truly a mystery. Curious what your thoughts are. Um, I think it's okay to be obsessed with your with your um boyfriend's ex girlfriend. <laughs> yeah um because okay here's the thing everyone was submitting this the other day and then more and more kept coming in i think it was like last week for confession yeah. corner and it was just all like girls being like i love my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend like it's like it, it you start to build a parasocial relationship with her you know yeah and i'm i'm gonna come clean as well okay um i have been creeping on my ex's new girlfriend Okay. Like every so every so often. And it feels really good to get it off my chest. That is completely fine, Emily. If you didn't, I would be so worried about you. Well, you guys, lucky for me, she's been private for so long. But as of the last couple months, she went public. And I, oh my God, I, my eyes started like watering when she I saw that. She might have just known that you needed to check in and see. Yeah, literally. And I did get to the point where like I... When I went to go creep on her the other day, I I did watch her story. Oh my god, with your chest on your main. <laughs> I went to the pod account and did it. Emily on the podcast account. She might think it's me. So <laughs> there's only two people running it. My my thing is is I'm like I don't know who looks at my stories. Like, I, don't I don't either. That is the thing. Everyone's always like. They viewed my story. Yeah, okay. This is another thing I think we need to address, like, as a society. People are like, she watches, they, they watch all my stories. She's obsessed with me. I'm like, isn't that the whole damn point? That's the whole damn point. But also, how do you know? Like, the only people I know that watch my stories are, like, my, pe the people that I interact most with on Instagram. And it goes both ways. I like, think I get that you have a lot more followers than a lot of people and me. I guess so. But I'm just saying, like, even... 
I don't know, even like back in high school when my Instagram account was smaller, I guess maybe stories didn't exist. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not someone who has ever looked like when I had no followers or now. Like I don't I don't look. I actually like it's a curse, but also a luxury because I was trying to see if a guy had watched my stories the other day and I physically cannot. My stories yeah. get like on average like 25,000 views. So and it's he wasn't coming up like in the beginning, but it's not a perfect science because sometimes they're in the bottom. Like they're not always at the top. Exactly. You know? If yeah. Instagram ever comes up with a search option, society's going to collapse. We need it. I agree. It's like bring the Snapchat friends back. What are you so afraid of? Like if we <laughs> if we can search in likes, we should be able to search in story views. That's so true. Okay, but I will say to give this girl, I was kind of like that's just something I've been thinking about and wanted to talk about. To be watching this many years later on all three accounts is like a little bizarre. Like to be do doing it so regularly, I think check-ins are completely normal and welcome. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. And it's not even when you're creeping on a girl, you're not creeping out of like in, out of hate. You're creeping out of love, out of love. And I'm just like, what's up? What do you? It's just like you? it's interesting. I want like, okay. People listen to this podcast and no one has any connection to anyone. Like, we just want to, we're just trying to see what's going on everywhere. Yeah. Just constantly be up to date. Like, I just want to know about everyone's lives. Tell me everything. And, and I don't think it comes from a place of like, maybe a little bit of jealousy. I don't, I, I truly don't think so. Like, in my situation, mm -mm. this is literally my high school ex boyfriend <laughs> who, like, have not spoken to in, years but i'm just curious because he was a piece of shit boyfriend so i'm just like what what's their relationship like what are they up to of course and like it's just interesting to see who your high school boyfriend is with now in general like even if he like it's just like what is he doing who's he yeah. dating like and he hasn't dated i don't think he's dated anyone since too so that's why i'm so like wow you've maybe so finally fucking hung up on you <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, he just had to go date a girl with the same name as me. So that is extremely flattering. It um, is. He's just thinking about you all the time. I hope he fucking does every time he says her name. We've talked about that on here, I think. Or you're going to be completely wiped from his memory now. Honestly, it's probably for the best. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. It's like when you creep on either your ex's new girl or your current partner's ex it's like a little bit out of jealousy not uh, not in your case your case is not because it's been so long yeah but it's almost like like when you're with someone new and you're creeping on their ex it's not really jealousy it's more just like uh hmm, what was she like you know what i mean yep like mm -hmm. interested to see do we have anything in common do we yep. are we different in every way like i don't know that's i was creeping out of literally so much love like <laughs> So, yeah, I don't I, know. <laughs> I just, I love the idea because at the end of the day, you guys, it's just, I feel like it's just so mutual. And like, yes, we are literally, I said this before when I did do that and Elena was like, you just made a woman's day. It honestly did kind of change my perspective because one, like, okay, it's a little weird with how consistently this ex has been creeping on this girl, but it's like. With all three accounts, it's crazy too. With all three accounts, is weird. But if. 
everyone is welcome to creep on me. Like all of my, my exes, I'm sure my, I mean, I'm completely public. So my exes, new girls can see anything they want to see about me. Oh my God. You've got so much content for them to look at. (laughs) They can see our entire past relationship and I hope they enjoy that. Actually, I wouldn't want to see but anyway, um, before I completely make myself spiral, um, I think like, it's kind of, uh, it's like a handshake. Like it's like, it's flattering it's a, a little bit. Transaction, and I feel like it's so normal. Yep, it's all business. It's all fucking business. And really, like, it's just kind of women supporting each other, but also, unless you're bringing them down, you know, the worst thing that's ever happened to me, which I didn't realize until recently, is like my ex's new girlfriend, the one that I, they're still together. Mm-hmm. Like it was the kind of sister. She's so hot that like when I showed my phone, I'm like, "This is his new girlfriend." To my friends, they're like, "Oh, like you're way hotter." But now, like looking back, I'm like, "Damn!" Like they're probably all like, "Shit!" <laughs> oh my god, please. No, but you know what I mean. Like, oh, it is hard to not go right for the looks, right for the jugular. But sometimes you kind of have to in that position. It's a um, like a, it's a grieving method. Because I was about to say, like, it's kind of just like a communal, like, women. It's a coping method. Yeah. But it's really not because a lot of times it leads to us being like, you're way prettier. Comparing. Yeah. 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 It can get to a point where it's definitely a little unhealthy. It's a fine line, you guys. It's a fine line. It is a fine line. Depends on your state of mind. So obviously, like, when you're feeling really sad and unhappy, maybe uh, don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But if you just want to see what they're up to. You know, go for it. Yeah. It's the circle of life. And comparing, comparing is normal at the end of the day. It's, would it be even possible for us? I know we're always like, stop comparing yourself to other women, stop comparing yourself to other people and like their success and stuff. Like, is it even possible to not do that at the end of the day? Not with the society that we've built. No, it's like literally, no. I just like, I went, I'm back into my, I'm in my workout era again. And I went on the gym or went on the gym. I went on TikTok to go look up a couple girls, like gym routines and there, and I was mm. doing it right there. I was comparing, be like, oh, like, oh my God, her ass is so fat. And like, I need to start doing that exercise yeah. too. And I'm like trying to like better myself in the moment too. You know, I think it's, it's impossible. It is impossible. You just have to find like a healthy relationship with it for sure. Mm-hmm. I think, but I also think it's kind of the nature of, of humans. I think even without, I think social media has made it way fucking worse, but it's like you're back in the day, you'd probably just compare yourself to like your neighbors. <laughs> yeah. People you saw physically face to face. All I know is I was not supposed to see my face on camera this much. And I was not supposed to see this many hot women like in one small square in front of me. I, I am like sometimes happy about seeing the hot women though, you know? Oh, they're gorgeous and I would be upset to not see them. Like, but like last night, I remembered <laughs> that Camilla Marone existed and I was smiling ear to fucking ear. I had the exact same thing with her post. I saw it today though. Yeah. I just was like, wow, I think God, I'm living at the same time as her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, well, on that note, women are all beautiful. Women are all beautiful and we love all of our exes, everyone's ex. Love you guys dearly. Thank you for listening and we hope you have a great day. Yeah. Uh, love you guys to death. Thanks for hanging. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>